Good, good morning. It's Sunday, February 25th. This is Greg and Amy. We're here introducing something we're excited to share. I don't know if we've ever shared it here before, but Amy and I are working on a book called You Are Enough, which is about the practice of something we're calling life origami. Now, today, we're not going to be talking about the book so much, but what life origami is about is exploring all the different aspects of life. And one of the things that Amy and I have been exploring this weekend and you know, last four or five days is death. Now, don't run away. <laughs> because to be born, we also get a ticket to die. We get a ticket to, we get a golden ticket to live life. But everybody that's born dies. And that's not something we like to think about, but it's the truth. The mortality rate in Canada is the same as it is anywhere else in the world, 100%. Everybody that's born dies. Now, that's also great news because we get to live. It means that it, when we die, we've lived life. We've enjoyed life. And so one of the things we're exploring today is Amy's niece passed away a year ago she was murdered and so we're just exploring her feelings and Amy wanted to the purpose of this podcast is to share with you Amy's thoughts and reflections around Nicole's life as well as we've got a little bit of I have an idea I wanted to share with you towards the end but we wanted to introduce this first with a song called The Sound of Silence uh, by Disturbed. So here we go. Just take in the lyrics of this song. It's actually quite spectacular. Can you hear it okay? Within the sound of silence, in restless dreams I walked alone. Narrow streets of cobblestone, the halo of a street light, I turned my collar to the cold and Touch the sound of silence In the naked light I saw Ten thousand people, maybe more People talking without speaking 
people hearing without listening. And no one dared disturb the sound of silence. Silence like a cancer grows. Take my heart. Like silent raindrops fell Cold in the wells of silence Very powerful song. So, there's so many thoughts and feelings that come to mind. And there's so much of life that we do our best to try to experience. And there's so much of us left to experience in life. And then there are those who have gone, who have passed on. So go ahead, Amy. This song, it uh, is very apropos for me because it means two things in conjunction with Nicole passing, my niece. Um, the sound of silence, the silence now that she's gone, the sound of her, her laughter is gone. But... In another context, we're t I'm t thinking about the silence that happens within domestic violence. Mm. How she was murdered and no one speaks. Nobody spoke of what was going on. She kept it silent. And it's just very upsetting. It's tragic. That that happened to her. And so, actually, that was one of Nicole's favorite songs, along with Jeze mm. Jealous of the Angels right. by Donna Taggart. Right. So, <clears throat> Nicole, she was a very special niece to me. Um, she was very fun, but in touch with reality. Except one summer, 
when the kids come to stay with us, she let me put her in Klondike Day's dresses. <laughs> and we did many crafts making Klondike Day hats and parasols and fans. And we took her to Fort Edmonton Park and the zoo. And we traipsed all through the parks. And I sent her and my daughter, Sapphira, horseback riding in the Waterton region. And we all had a great summer. <clears throat> and... We visit many times when they lived in Cold Lake, and they came to our house in her earlier days for Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then in the last few years, the family would all gather for Thanksgiving or Easter or Christmas at my sister Delilah's house, that's Nicole's mother, just to spend time together and hang out in a relaxed atmosphere and share each other's company, keeping acquainted. I was a very proud aunt because she was level-headed. She didn't take any wooden nickels, and you couldn't pull the wool over her eyes. She didn't buy into religious dogma, and she didn't mind speaking up against it. And Nicole knew she had the right to determine how she thought or felt about herself, and to know her own thoughts, and not just absorb the thought baggage of other people. To her, a fact was a fact. She had many times jumped back from defeats and showed her resilience, feeling capable and confident to cope with basic life challenges and start over again. And later on in her life, she determined she was going to correct her problems rather than pretend they don't exist. And she began to look out for things that harmed her and keep clear of the tyranny that was becoming harder to manage. And soon she embraced her right to not feel humiliated and learn mistakes were not grounds for self-damnation. She decided she wasn't anyone else's property and she was worthy of happiness and so were her children. And she made changes to honor her and the kids' rights to love, peace, joy, and personal safety. Mm. Her birthrights. Right. All, all of our birthright. Yeah. She was very protective of her children and was a very loving mother. Her children, Rachel mm. and Robbie. Mm-hmm. And her parents, Dan and Delala, mm-hmm. and Keith, Your and her brother, Daniel, and his wife, Crystal. Mm-hmm. She believed in the basic dignity of people and was very admir- admirable in her pursuits in the field of caring for special needs individuals. And she, she treated people with courtesy and respect, and she was loved in the whole community and I miss her very much Hmm. I believe Nicole is with God and and that since God is with all of us then she is right here too Hmm. watching over her family and loving life as a free spirit Hmm. it's beautiful I love what you said there at the end in terms of how She's with God, and since God is all that is, is all of us, then she's right here too. So there we go. It's uh, There are so many aspects to life. And, you know, despite what goes on in our lives, in the road bumps and the un- the things that are unexpected, there's still a lot of great, great things. And so I want to share something with you I, this morning when I woke up. Um, 
I want to share what I'm calling my declaration of joy. So while it may not be self-evident, joy is your natural state of being. Joy has a clear state of mind and body where one's outlook is able to see the potential in all things. It is the recognition of the natural divine state. Look around at the world and you do not see grief and drama or anger in the trees. No, the trees, even they celebrate the natural energetic environment. Their leaves clap a subtle rhythm of joy as they dance with the wind, sun, and catch the rain. Joy is a celebration of life, an exaltation to the dance of life, calling you forward from obscure projections and fault-finding, an invitation to look beyond appearances, to witness the magical animation of life itself made manifest in every living thing. You see, this energy is in the eyes of every soul. As you cast your gaze upon another, the energy you witness in the facial expressions, the voice, and in the eyes, all of this is evidence of the joy of life. When you observe and witness in the personality and traits of another, you're witnessing joy manifesting as a divine expression of life embodied as and within the personality of this person themselves. Every day gives birth to new opportunities to witness joy unfolding in the lives of those you meet and observe in the world which surrounds you. Joy isn't something that occurs, it is what you are. With each breath you take, you can recognize the joy of life With your words, you make a song of joy to the music score of your life. These songs are in celebration of your life and the expression of joy that you are. So we don't want to leave this. We have some music to follow. Um, A beautiful song by Donna Taggart. Um, I'm jealous jealous of the angels. And we didn't want to leave this recording without speaking to the tyranny of abuse and violence. Amy, did you want to share? No? Okay. So. Just that if you're experiencing any tyranny or abuse or extreme sadness in your life, it's sometimes it's hard to see that things can be better when you're in the situation. But in my experience, in past uh, relationships where I was involved in a, with abuse and I had to go to the women's shelters and be relocated in the victims program. Mm. I never thought that I could be happy again. And I am. Mm. It's just wonderful. And I couldn't have done it without the support of friends and family and the community. The right. women's shelters are phenomenal mental health. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage you, if it's, if it's tough, if it's difficult, reach out for help to, in, in those areas that I mentioned. The sexual assault centers, they're all fabulous. They'll get you on your feet again. You don't have to be alone. No, you totally There aren't. is hope, and you're stronger than you realize.
So Amy and I wanted to share this song with you, which was another one of Nicole's favorites.
and for all those that have gone before. May they experience peace and tranquility. Make the most of your day. Namaste. Hey. Hi, guys. Uh, I'm really enjoying this episode, uh, maybe because I find it sort of ironic. So a couple of things that I wanted to share with you. So you were talking about life and death. Um, I believe that life is about abundance, or it's meant to be. Life is meant to be made whatever you want it to be. And our materialistic and mediocre society seems to want to constantly control the path of life, everyone's path in life. We are doomed since day one, and that's the reality of it is we are born into this world to live, to experience, to have abundance, to have happiness, to have families, but we're also doomed in the sense that we die. Actually, the song that that you played uh, by Disturbed, that is a remake version. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on who the original artist is, but um, perhaps Shazam might be able to help with that, but I do know that um, there's an original artist on that. But nonetheless, it's a great song. Hey there, uh, Ivan. Long time no talkie. How you doing, dude? Yeah, you're right. We are all kind of... We're doomed from the get-go. It's just nobody dares talk about it. Because then you'd actually have to own the shit in your life. <laughs> own your your actions. And, uh, yeah, actually, the original artist, I believe, was Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, I was aware of that. And I should have credited Simon Garfunkel as the creators of it. That Disturbed was the performer. However, we really like... Disturbs version in terms of uh, the passion and the and the energy that he that that particular artist brings to the song, so that's why we played it. But uh, yeah, I'm curious for you to expand on. You talked about it that the fact that it's ironic. It's ironic that uh, we'd be talking about this. So I'm curious what your feedback is on that. Hey Ivan, uh, here's my wife Amy. She has some thoughts about what you had to say. <laughs> well, it's true that uh, you can decide how abundant you want to live your life. I mean, if you don't want to, if you're you're happy to uh, live a very content life of no, you know, exceptional, um, I don't know. <laughs> we're making pierogies. Yeah, we are. We're we talking are. To you. We're... Yeah, everybody has their opinion of of what is makes their life meaningful. Some people want to do you know all this powerful surge forward kind of stuff, and other people are happy, you know, to just sort of be and kind of hang out and and you know it all depends on uh... what what floats your boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, thanks for calling in, man. Interested to hear some feedback on my last uh, message to you.